yes, 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 We're live, y'all are on, and this is Balls. Sports Podcast. Yes, welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's a podcast with balls about balls. Lots of balls, all different kinds of balls, whatever other kind of thing you would say. You're... <laughs> and uh, we are your hosts. I'm Buddha. Oh, what's good? I'm Dylan Tax Bay, late night drip bay. Dylan, 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 drip, 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 drippy, drippy, late night drip, 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 all kinds of drip. Get your taxes done with me, Tax Bay, Tax Go, all that, yeah. And I'm now saying, KB, <laughs> fumbled your own introduction. You're doing so, all that shit for Dylan, know, who's not I'm here. I'm so focused. Fumbled it's your own shit. That was actually pretty good. That one was sweet melodies. You sounded cute, bro. Thanks, bro. I had to make up for it. I really did fumble that, bro. This has been a long day. It's been a long week. I feel for, it, bro. For, for those of y'all it. who don't know, man, I'm in grad school, damn it. Hey, congrats for getting into grad school for me. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Like, it's stressful, bro. I read a book in two days, like 178 pages. Dude, you know how many times I would have fallen asleep during that? Oh, listen. You know how many times I fell asleep doing that? Oh, come on. <laughs> It's crazy, bro. It, it, it's I, it's I, so hard to not get tired when reading. Yeah, bro. bro it really I, is. Like, I'll, say, real. I'll say this, bro. Honestly, I understand the grind. Like, mm. I get when people are like, oh, it's hard, but it's not hard. Like, it makes complete sense. Like, it's not hard, but it's hard. And the only reason why it's hard is because, like, you know, now you're an adult. Like, a full-fledged, full-grown adult where, like, all right, bet. Like, you've applied yourself more than you applied yourself in your undergrad years, but... It's hard because you're a full-fledged adult, and you got you got stuff to do. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So like That's it's big it's, facts. it's definitely definitely tough, definitely tough. But I mean, you know, first week jitters got them all out the way. You know what I'm saying? Gonna work on the paper this weekend. Read another book. It's a lot. Just a lot going on, man. Just a lot going on. But we good though, man. What's up with you though, man? What's popping? Brand new whip just hot there. Hey, facts, bro. Um, you know, I'm just on my John Harlow shit, bro. Uh, is it John Harlow? Or I think, I think, isn't it John, John or Jack? Jack, Jack Harlow. It's it Jack. is Jack. The big Jack. Jack boy. Yeah. Um, nah, bro, just working, you know, staying busy, trying to stay, you know, safe and all that good stuff with everything going on, man. Right. Out, out here, out here doing my thug dizzle. Of course, of course. So yeah, we, that's all we really can do, you know what I'm saying? Of course, you know, I had, I had to represent for Dylan one time. He's not here with us, uh, unfortunately, this week. But it's all good. You know what I'm saying? He ain't missing a lot. Ain't like we gonna be talking dog, about a lot today. Hey, too. it's all good. My dog handling business behind the scenes. Bro. Got to, bro. That's, That's just what hey, it is. You know what I'm saying? Making moves. Got, got got moves to be made. One day at a time, man. New moves every day. You know what I'm saying? Just y'all, just stay tuned, man. We just we, we we everything everything's looking on the up and up, man. We got some some new things going on. You know what I'm saying? We got new new ventures out there. New earth thing. We just gonna leave it at that for now. Yer. So yeah, man. So uh, 
What are we going to be talking about first, wrestling per usual? Well, yeah, since we're talking about new everything, uh, we can go ahead and talk about the new WWE Thunderdome that they're going to be introducing. Yeah, I saw that. I peeped. Um, so I imagine, you know, Vince has been paying close attention to what some of these other sports are doing. Right. Uh, as far as just improving on on how things are, are handled in this new COVID world that we're living in. Right. And, um, you know, WWE is getting to a point now where everybody's kind of over there not being any fans or there being, you know, a few wrestlers making up the crowd and stuff like that. Um, so I think they're looking at now uh, being SummerSlam weekend here. It'd be a good time to introduce something new, a new wave moving forward of, of doing things. And uh, so they've decided to move from the Performance Center uh, where they've been doing all their Raws and Smackdowns and everything like that. And they're going to be moving that to the Amway Center where the Orlando Magic play. Uh, obviously, that arena is not being used right now. Um, but what they are doing is basically with their normal ring setup. Uh, instead of there being a crowd, they're fitting the entire arena with these giant LED boards going all the way around the arena, um, not just in one small section. So it's going to be widespread all the way around, and they're going to be able to have fans in virtually, much like the NBA has done successfully, um, I, I might add, uh, to where fans can be there and involved. Um so I don't know what's going to happen as far as crowd noise goes. I don't imagine you could have all those live mics. So they may do kind of what NBA has been doing and just pumping in crowd noise from past games. So they could probably do something similar as far as, you know, just chants and boos and all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, they could they can figure all that out because um, it's harder to control when you have just a bunch of individual people on their own microphones Chance won't be synced or anything like that. Everything will kind of be all over the place. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're going to have pyro. They're going to have lights. They're going to have lasers. All It's going to be full WWE production um, from here on out for every pay-per-view, uh, every Raw and every SmackDown, starting actually tomorrow uh, or today when you're listening, if you're listening to this on Friday, whenever this might come out, uh, for SmackDown. Right. Um, I mean, it seems like a great idea. Um I hope it's not distracting. Um, right. I, I, I kind of have an idea of what it could be. I mean, I saw a little bit of the pictures, and I'm kind of looking at it versus what the NBA has, which I think mm -hmm. is where they probably got it. They're probably adapting the idea that they have. Um, I don't right. know. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I, it, 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 I hope it's not distracting or, or annoying or anything like that. And I completely agreed with that take. Um, but what I'm thinking, if, if you notice the picture... The screens are so bright. I'm wondering if maybe they just turn the brightness down on all the screens. Yeah, that, that could play that could play a part too. Yeah. Because everything's sure. just so bright in the background. So maybe if everything was kind of like a softer tone in the background, it won't like s stick out like such a sore thumb, you know? Right, right. But uh who knows? I'm sure they'll they'll tweak with things over the week, and that's probably why they're doing the tests and stuff like that. So I'm sure they'll they'll be fine-tuning things as the weekend progresses. Uh, because right. it is a very full weekend. This is SummerSlam weekend, SummerSlam. Uh, what WWE, I don't personally, but what WWE 
considers their number two show of the year. Now, as I think you said, this is like your favorite of the yeah, year. Yeah, SummerSlam. Right? SummerSlam is my favorite event. Uh, just just because I think like that's where you find the best matches. I think the buildup's been real, right? There's none of that quote unquote right. WrestleMania pressure or buildup or any of that bull that like Survivor Series has to worry about or Royal mm-hmm. Rumble for sure has to worry about. You know, I think like SummerSlam is just really good matches. I think like over the past, yeah. I think we can go back to the past like nine or ten SummerSlams and find at least like one or two gems of I, matches. And not, not only have they been gems, but like the cards in general have been very underrated and mm-hmm. overperformed. Right, right. Like I think that's been a big thing with SummerSlam, especially recently. And I agree with you. I'd say out of the big four, SummerSlam is my number three. Oh, really? Okay. What are yeah. your other? What are your other two? While I think from like an in-ring perspective, SummerSlam is probably number one. I would say my number one is WrestleMania, just because all the feels and the those monumental moments, you know, right? Like like your Kofi moment. I don't feel like it hits the same at SummerSlam. Okay, as it does the main that. event of WrestleMania. Okay, you know, same thing with like Daniel Bryan stuff like that. Like I, I just feel like those moments at WrestleMania, man, like it's 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 just something. So that's my number one, and then number two for me, um, even though some years it's just not great. Royal Rumble, I love the Royal Rumble. Um, you know, outside of it being a good card, besides the main Royal Rumble matches. I'm a sucker for the the Rumble matches, man. I'm a sucker for waiting to see who might be making a return from injury or what legend are they going to trot out there for for 10 minutes, you know? Like, I don't know. I love that shit, bro. So, like, Royal Rumble's big for me. And then SummerSlam, and then the fourth would be Survivor Series. Yeah, Survivor Series is ass. Yeah. They just haven't been able to do it. They did it good last year because last year they finally did Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. They bodied it last year. They did. Yeah, finally, after years of being ass. Yeah, so hopefully they keep that tradition up this year because that kind of saved it for me last year. Because I agree, out of of those four, like Survivor Series was always whatever to me. Ass, bro. At least for the past decade or two. Um but since this is SummerSlam weekend, we do have two pay-per-views this weekend that we need to get picks for. Um, I will get the the proxy picks from Dylan at a later date, so now this will just be you and me picking. Facts. Um, so we'll start with Saturday night, which is the NXT uh, TakeOver. It's actually NXT TakeOver 30. It's the, it's the 30th one that they've done. Um, you know, it just continues to show... NXT growing and improving and, and doing good shit. Um, but they're, they're sticking with their typical four to five match format. Um, up first will most likely be the NXT Cruiserweight Championship match. And that is Santos Escobar defending his title against Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, I personally am going to love this match because both of these guys were in Lucha Underground. And I was a big fan of Lucha Underground back in the day. Uh, Santos Escobar was King Cuerno and uh, Isaiah Scott was Killshot. Uh, and he wrestled under a mask. But um, both of them did, actually. But great in-ring workers. So I'm really looking forward to it. You know, a lot of times these cruiserweight guys just go nuts anyway. Right. Um, the cruiserweight so fights are, are always good, but I feel like... They they don't always get the respect that they deserve, and I think it's because 
You know, I'm, I'm being real. This is going to sound crazy. And you can tell me if you feel like I'm right or wrong. I feel like in order for the cruiserweights to really be at a place where they can be successful again, they do need to go back to how WCW did it. And it can't just be a whole bunch of, like, high-flying guys. Mm-hmm. You got to have, like, two powerhouses. They do. Okay, they, they do. do. Okay, so because yeah. I I don't know, you're, that's why I'm saying you're yeah, putting no, me on. Yeah, no, they're they're doing a good job with it because I think what was hurting the cruiserweight this new cruiserweight division for a while is because it was on like the main roster. Mm-hmm. Remember they were doing like 205 live and shit. Yeah, like and that kind of just died. Yeah. So NXT Triple H was like, give me the cruiserweights. So now the cruiserweights are under the NXT umbrella. So, like, Triple H has done really good of, like, not only just delivering great matches, but good stories. Like, this Santos Escobar guy, he has, like, his own little mafia with him. These other two guys and stuff like that. So, like, he's building, like, this little mini army of people that do his bidding and shit. So, like, he's got his little stable. And, uh, like, everybody else just kind of has their own little cool gimmicks and shit like that. So, it's not just like, oh... Yeah, he can just do good stuff in the ring. You know, these guys, like, have characters and they're building stories with them and shit, too, so. That's good. Yeah, because you need, I'm telling you, you need cruiserweights that can still, like, hold their own outside of cruiserweight matches. WCW is good with that because, remember, Eddie Guerrero and Chris Jericho were cruiserweights mm-hmm. for a little bit. And they was out here putting hands on everybody. So, that was that was something that I think is needed for sure. Because, like, them cruiserweights yeah. would go and fight in regular fights and they get their toe up. Right, exactly. And that's what you should do with these guys. Like, you have them dominating cruiserweight, go up and win a couple fights up with the big boys. Right. So that people start giving them that respect. Like, all right, okay. So that way, when the time comes to actually push them for an, a different title, it's believable. It'll look crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I agree. Um, so that being said, I think uh, Santos Escobar retains here. Okay, I agree. Santos Escobar. All right. Up See, next. my R's in that bit. <laughs> Up next, we have a ladder match. Oh, I'm winning uh, that off rip. A fatal five way ladder oh, match five for way, that's me. I like me for the me. NXT North American Championship. I don't know why I keep saying NXT. These are all NXT titles, obviously. So, uh, yeah, for the North American Championship, it is Damian Priest versus Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes. Versus Johnny Gargano versus a returning Velveteen Dream. Ooh. Who is now a heel now. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go with the boy Dream, cuz. Okay. And I'm actually going to go Damian Priest. That was, my, that was my second choice. Yeah, I feel like they've been trying to start elevating him slowly but surely because remember he looked really good in that one match against Finn Balor even when he, even though he lost he right really he did good. yes he, he took that bad bump that. onto yeah, the stairs I remember that yeah 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 I remember that yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. yep so I think yeah I think it might be time just to give him a, a little you know the secondary title see how he does with it um up next a match that uh, the wrestling community is pissed off about but I actually don't hate it uh there's certain things I dislike about it uh, Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. Um, Pat McAfee, the former punter for the Indianapolis Colts. 
uh, Pat McAfee, who was named, who who was named at his position for the All Decade team. Uh, yeah, fighting Adam Cole. I think the only thing I kind of dislike is that this is what Adam Cole is kind of being wasted on. Yeah, that's cap. Uh, however, the story they've built, I love. I love the fact that Pat McAfee has his radio show that he does all the time and that he also does work with NXT um, and WWE in general, with, like working like the panel of their uh, pay-per-view pre-shows and stuff. Um, so he's familiar with the product. He loves the product. Uh, I like that they had Adam Cole on his radio show doing an interview and Pat McAfee gets, you know, I, I discussed all of this, you know, he, they get into an altercation and uh, Adam Cole goes off on him and eventually leads to Cole, uh, McAfee being invited to NXT right, to kind of squash the beef with Cole and they did, but then later on that night, McAfee, uh, Cole overheard Pat, Pat McAfee talking a little bit of shit, they got into it again and McAfee ended up punting Adam Cole in the head, knocking him out cold. And, uh, yeah, like, they've kind of just built this story on and off camera, just kind of blending that, that world of, of fiction and reality. And I'm also not mad because of the fact that Pat McAfee is putting in the work. Like, if you look at this man's Instagram, he's, like, in the ring. He's practiced taking bumps. He's doing moonsaults and shooting star presses from the top rope, like... Like he's he's working hard because he wants to deliver a, a good match, so I, I respect that. Um, anybody who's willing to do that when they don't have to, uh, right? You know, I gotta respect that. So I'm I'm not mad at this match. I'm interested to see what happens. I'm interested to see if this is what ends up breaking up Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era. Right. And I, I don't know. There's just a lot of question marks here, but I would hope that. Adam Cole wins, so I'm just gonna say Adam Cole. Um, I'm gonna who, say who I'm, I'm gonna say Adam Cole, but I wouldn't be shocked if he loses. Yeah. What do you think about Pat, Pat McAfee being in this position and having this match? Um, I like it personally. Um, I think it's cool to have celebrities do those types of things. I feel like wrestling traditionalists, it just you know at at some point in time, like you gotta let. WWE do the whole thing with the celebs like I hate when they're like oh like you know the WWE never had to resort to that and I'm like are you serious like the third Wrestlemania had like missed wasn't it the Mr. No, T that was the third one right uh, I think it might have been Wrestlemania oh, been 1 had one. Mr. Yeah. T yeah so, so like, like from the beginning yeah, I was, I'm glad celebs. you said that because I was literally just about to say that I'm so glad you said yeah, that yeah like there, there's they've been, done this from the beginning there's been a shitload of celebs you know what I mean and and what's even cooler is that it's a, it's a celeb who's actually into that type of community and, and probably can put a good match together to be honest with you um, yeah he's an athlete <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying like I just I don't know. I feel like, you know, people just want things to be mad about. And I'll be real with you. I, I also think it's because it's Pat McAfee. Honestly, I, I really do. I feel I, you. I feel like he ruffles people the wrong way. I like him. but I, I, feel like, I think he's hilarious. Yeah, I feel like a lot of he people... Ju he just gets high and yep. does his radio show, talks yep. shit. Minds his business. And I feel yeah. like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like no fight. And it's like, all right, bet well. But what's great is he's the heel in this. So, like, I was watching NXT last night. And um, 
he was there and he cut a promo. And I was so impressed, man. And I shouldn't be because that's what this man does for a living. He talks. And he was the heel. He was running down the, the wrestling community, running down the audience. Someone in the, some, one of the wrestlers there said, shut up. And he's like, nah, or said that he sucks. He's like, ah, you suck, whatever. He's like, that's why you're in the stands watching. Right. And like, like he's, he's quick and he's good and he gets it. So like, I, I fucks with that, man. I could see him, even if he wants to do a short little run, maybe like, who Let knows? Let him slide. Yeah, Let if he's good. Slide, bro. That's all I'm saying. Like, I just, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times people complain about things. And it's not, it's not, okay, let me not say it like that. Let me not sound like this person. Because I've, I've had my <laughs> qualms about things. I, I think it's not so much the fact that people are complaining. It's, this, it's the tone that it's carrying. Like, not even giving it a chance. Like, if you feel like it's not going to work, cool. But give it a chance. I feel like a, a lot of people are like, oh man, like this is yeah. terrible for wrestling and whatever, and you're like, shut the, shut up. Shut how about up. let it be terrible first and then? Talk yeah, about exactly. Like shut up, because now you're yeah. gonna look twice as dumb if it ain't terrible, and that match actually is fop. Shut up. Right. Sick of this. People don't talk <sighs> shit. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Um, up next, the women's championship, Io Shirai defending her title against Dakota Kai. I think this will be a good match, but I see this as more of a holdover uh, rivalry. So I'm going to go Io Shirai. Yeah, it sounds like it. I don't even know who Dakota Kai is, so Shirai got it. Boom. And then our main event, NXT Championship, Keith Lee defending his title against Karrion Cross. Um, I imagine there has to be some sort of fluky finish here because Keith Lee just got the belt, so I don't see him losing it. And Karrion Cross is your new guy that you're trying to build up. So I could see maybe like a Tommaso Ciampa returning from injury and kind of having a screwy finish in the match that way, whether it's somebody get disqualified or whatever. But I don't see the titles changing hands. I see Keith Lee just retaining here and winning. I can fuck with that. Uh, I feel as though uh, Keith Lee just needs to win because it's Keith Lee. That's it. Facts. No more, no less. I'm not mad at that at all. Uh, oh, I was about to say that's all I got for wrestling. SummerSlam, no, the very like, next no, night. No, it's not. All, you have. <laughs> all right, I'll try to get through these as quick as possible. Um, so SummerSlam, we have... These are just the matches that are confirmed. They may add another match at, on SmackDown. But as of right now, this is what we got. Uh, there is a hair versus hair match between Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. This will finally end their rivalry. Um, Sonya Deville has already cut Mandy Rose's hair from like way below shoulder to like just above shoulder, like a little like bob type cut, mm -hmm. uh, which looks good. But I don't see Mandy Rose getting her head shaved. Sonya Deville, I could see it. So I think Mandy Rose, I think Mandy Rose wants this match. I'm gonna say Mandy Rose too, bro. I'm running, I'm riding with you on this one. Bet. Um, United States Championship match. Apollo Crews defending his title against MVP. Stipulation is that Lashley and Shelton Benjamin, um, the other three, the other two members of the Hurt Business, are banned from ringside. Uh, do you want to say your pick? Or you want me to say my pick first? Um, you say your pick first, Kai. Okay, because I might sway you. Um. 
I think MVP is going to win this and win the title because he's been slowly but surely, I think, getting in the head of Cedric Alexander. And I think because Lashley and Shelton are banned from the ring, I think Cedric Alexander comes down and kind of betrays his friend Apollo. Okay. MVP wins, and then and then Cedric joins the Hurt Business officially. I that's a, that's a great scenario. I may be awesome if it happened, but just because I don't want to agree with you on everything, I'm going to say Apollo Cruz. Sounds good. <laughs> um, the Raw Tag Team Championships championships. The Street Profits defending their titles against Andrade and Angel Garza. Um, I'm going Andrade and Angel Garza here. Really? Yes. Why? Well, I feel like they've been doing too much with them lately to not give them a shot with it. Because I feel like if they don't win the titles here, like, there's, they're nothing at this point. Because all, everything was for what? Like, I don't know. That's just a feeling I have. Awesome. Um, I'm going to say uh, Street Profits because it's Street Profits. Okay. Not mad at it. Nope. Uh, up next, we have a street fight between Mr. SummerSlam, Seth Rollins, and Dominic Mysterio. Um, uh, it's going to be a violent win. match. I don't know who's going to win, but I got a loser. Me. Because I got to watch that crap. No, I'm playing. <laughs> oh. Wow. I'm kidding. I think, uh, I think it'll be good. Seth Rollins is going to win since he's got this whole quote-unquote Mr. SummerSlam moniker and whatever now. I agree. Um, all right. So, the women's championship. Uh, let me just tell everybody kind of what's happening behind the scenes. on the, Not behind the scenes, but what's happened the past couple weeks on this. So, as you know... Bailey and Sasha are the tag team champions. Bailey is the SmackDown Women's Champion, and Sasha is the Raw Women's Champion. So they have all the belts for the women. Okay? So in order to determine who is fighting, who who is defending against who at WrestleMania, Bailey and Asuka had a match. And if Asuka won she would get to fight Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's title at SummerSlam. Not only did she win, she made Bailey tap out rather... Like, Bailey didn't even try. Like, Bailey tapped out pretty quick after, like, once she got her finishing submission locked in. So she wasn't trying to fight too hard, and Sasha kind of felt type of way about that, right? Right. So, boom. Asuka gets her title match against uh, Sasha. On... That very next SmackDown later on that week was going to be a, a a three brand battle royal over the top rope battle royal to determine who was going to fight Bailey at SummerSlam. The winner of that, Oscar. So now Oscar gets a title match for the Raw Women's Championship against Sasha, and a title match against Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, and then it was just decided on Raw. Bailey volunteered to go first. Nice. So now I'm going to go ahead and give you my prediction for these next two matches because I have a feeling they're going to be back-to-back on the card. Okay. So here's what I think is going to happen. This is how I'm, I'm, I'm scoping it out. Bailey's going to have her match. They're going to have a really good match. And I think Sasha is going to do her job as the friend of Bailey 
and help Bailey retain her title, right? Okay. So Bailey wins. Okay. And then the match starts between Asuka and Sasha Banks. At a certain point in the match, Bailey tries to do her job as a friend for Sasha, but she fucks up. And Asuka beats Sasha for the Raw Women's Championship. Ooh. So now. A lot twist. And, and what here's where I'm going with this. So here's where I'm going with this. So now Bailey has her title, Sasha does not. One week from SummerSlam, for some ungodly reason, who knows, WWE has another pay-per-view next week, uh, which is um, fucking Payback or something like that. Yeah, I think it's Payback. They, Bailey and Sasha have to defend their tag team titles. I think they lose those titles there. So then Sasha has nothing, and Bailey has her title still. Right. And that will start the superpowers explode circa 2020. I like everything you said, so I'm going with that. I That's my prediction also. All of that. It sounds good. I mean, honestly, I felt like... I don't think both can can beat um, can beat uh, Oscar. I think she's gonna win one. Um, Got to for for Got the to. sole for the sole purpose of a good storyline. I think Banks would have to be the one to lose. Mm-hmm. So I felt Agreed. that way. I felt that way regardless. I didn't put in, in any like plot twist or anything like that. I just felt like it was gonna be just a straight up loss and a straight up win. And then Bailey was just gonna start treating uh, Banks like trash. And then Banks was just gonna snap on her stupid ass. That could that could happen as well. That's that what I think is going to happen. I feel well. like I feel like she's going to start treating her like trash because she was treating her like trash. Yeah, but you know she wasn't seeing any of it because I feel like she didn't have any gold around her waist. Now that she lost the gold, she's going to sit there and look at the situation now and be like, "What the hell? What's wrong with you, Jit?" Actual factual. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so we'll we'll see how that turns out, and then. We have the Universal Championship match. Braun Strowman defending his title against The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Um, Barring some kind of crazy, fluky, weird finish by somebody getting involved or something, I have The Fiend winning here. As do I. I can't see Braun Strowman just straight up beating The Fiend. Even Even though new Braun... New Braun kind of fine. Oh, that's actually one thing I wanted to mention. New Braun is definitely fine. So this is Braun's first appearance uh, in person since um, that swamp fight at the last pay-per-view. Right. He now has his head shaved, and he has effectively turned heel uh, because Alexa was trying to you know, talk to him and get something out of him. And he ended up going to pick her up to like slam her ass. And the fiend actually saved her. So this continues the string of every single person that has fought the fiend, not Bray Wyatt, but the fiend turns heel. This is true. This is true. Cause you could go to, at some point, even if it's not like the next day, but like it's tell happened. Him, tell him, tell him the list. 
Seth Rollins. So uh huh. Or uh, we can start with Finn Balor. Finn Balor was the first one because he disappeared after that, and when he showed up at NXT, he was heel. So Seth, uh, yeah. So Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Monday Night Messiah, um, Daniel Bryan. Because after that, it became the new Daniel Bryan, the one that recycles and whatever and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the Miz, because the Miz was faced for a little bit after that Fiend, after the fight with the Fiend. No longer. Um, Goldberg, because even though Goldberg was supposed to be face, everyone hated him for taking the title off the Fiend. So they booed him. And remember, he was originally supposed to be going against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania before COVID happened and Roman Reigns stepped away. And Roman Reigns is going to be the face of that match. He ended up fighting Braun Strowman, who was the face of that match. So Goldberg effectively turned heel. That's solid. That's a solid point. And And then the only person we haven't seen yet is John Cena. Because his last match was against The Fiend. So we don't know. But now Braun Strowman, fought, he encountered The Fiend. He's here now. That is facts. We're going to see what happens, man. we going to see. Yeah. I wouldn't so be shocked if New Braun wins, though. I like New Braun. New Braun out here snapping on y'all dumb ass. <sighs> I guess. Um, and then the match that I believe will be the main event for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre defending his title against young Randall Keith Orton. I got Randy Orton. I always go Randy Orton. I never, Straight I never up. change. I always go Randy. Straight up, bro. Give my daughter. Give him number fourteen. Facts. Long overdue. Gee shit. Yeah, it's that SummerSlam weekend. Should be fun. It's gonna be a great time. Great time. So, are we transitioning over to uh, NFL? I mean, I guess if, if we want to talk about old stupid boy. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's all we really can talk about. The Seahawks rookie. Uh, what's his name? Cut. I think it's Kama Sivaran. Kema Sivaran. His name is Cut is what it is. That's yeah, what it is now. Yeah, he tried to sneak a, a girl, uh, a visitor, into the team hotel. Um I mean, that's that is just it, it's it's stupid. Like, and then he tried to dress her up it's, in Seahawks apparel to make her look like a yeah. player. Uh, I don't know, bro. Like, it's it's one thing if you're a veteran on the team, and you know you know you'll get like a stern talking to, maybe a fine. But when you're a rookie trying to make the team, because it's not like you're a first round pick, bro. What do you what are you thinking? Right. I mean, honestly, the only thing that would make sense in my head was if you kind of saw the writing in the wall and knew that he was going to uh, get cut anyway. Be cut. And then he was just awesome. like, just like, you know what? Bump it. Let me get cut regardless. Let me at least get a slide up to the plate. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy the nice little hotel room and then slide. That's Honestly, nice. I mean, that's that's the only thing that would make sense in my mind, because if it's somebody who feels like they're going to be on the team, I don't think they do that. I doubt that. I don't think you there's... Might could, you might could have a point there, sir. Yeah, man. I feel like he he had to have been a long shot to make the team regardless. I'm going to look that up. 
But he had to have been like somebody who didn't really have much of a chance to get on. So he was like, yo, like, it's probably my last night. Cuts her tomorrow. Let me just like live it up in this room because it's not guaranteed anyway. So bump it. Word. I can see that. Yeah, man. That that's that's what I think anyway. Cause I felt I feel like when I was reading about him, I don't even think he was drafted. I think he was undrafted. Oh yeah, and then yeah, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can I, see that. Then. Yeah, yeah. So that that is that is the the moment right there where I think he's just like yeah, fuck it. Um, but uh, anyway, have you read up on Darius Geis? Um, the one who got arrested, right? Yeah. Um, I haven't, not fully, no. Geis is no longer nice. No what? longer nice. Yeah, like he, his, his, this story is kind of ridiculous. Um, so apparently, I mean, you know, he's, he's got that assault charge, mm-hmm. um, which got him cut, um, from the Washington football team. Um, and apparently there has been another report. I don't know if it got released by, uh, USA Today, but that's where I saw it first. Um, and essentially it was saying that, uh, there's two women who says that guys raped them at LSU while he was a freshman. Um, so let me read some excerpts from this, from this article for you guys. Two former Louisiana State University students said recently released Washington football team running back Darius Geis raped them months apart in 2016 when he was a rising star freshman on the LSU football team. A USA Today investigation found out that the women's allegations were shared at the time with multiple people at the school, including at least two coaches, an athletic administrator, and a nurse. Yet the school does not appear to have investigated. As the holder of LSU's single-game rushing record and number five on the Tigers' career rushing list, Geis was expected to be a first-round pick in the 2018 draft, but he fell to the end of the second round amid concerns about his maturity and accountability. Injuries have plagued his short professional career, and Washington cut him August 7th after his arrest the same day in Virginia on multiple domestic violence charges. In a statement, Geis' attorney Peter Greenspun denied all of the allegations and questioned the timing of the story's release. Quote and unquote. At no time were allegations of physical or sexual assault brought against Darius during his years at during his years as a student athlete at LSU, Greenspun said in his comment in the statement. To bring up such assertions only after the Virginia charges were initiated certainly calls into question the credibility, nature, and timing of what is being alleged years later. Such speculation and innuendo should not be the basis for Darius to be required to make any comment at all, Greenspun added, but he wants to be absolutely clear. The allegations in the story are just that and have no basis in fact. USA Today began reporting the story August 3rd, four days after the guy's arrest, and first interviewed one of the women in January about the alleged rape. The woman detailed her allegations in June as a plaintiff in a lawsuit in which she is listed as a Jane Doe. The woman, a former LSU tennis player, spoke with an investigator for Washington on August 6th, one day before Geist's arrest and release. The investigator interviewed the woman for three and a half hours with breaks over Zoom, asking detailed questions about the sexual assault allegation, the woman said. Washington's head coach, Ron Rivera, told reporters in a video conference August 10th that the decision to cut Geist was his, but he declined to say whether any factors beyond the domestic violence charges influenced the decision. And we'll stop. Right. Well, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Both women told USA Today that Geis assaulted them in their apartments after nights of heavy drinking. One woman said Geis showed up uninvited to a party she was hosting, then entered her bedroom while she was sleeping and raped her. The other woman, the tennis player, said Geis raped her when she allowed him into her home after meeting him for the first time at a bar. I was drunk and passed out on my bed, the first woman said. I never gave him consent. I never wanted to have sex with him. I don't even remember except the flashbacks I had. I just wonder sometimes, does he even know that that was wrong? Jeez. But wait, there's more. The former tennis player said that her alleged rape was reported to the school's Title IX office, but it was never investigated. She requested a copy of the report August 13th and agreed to share it with USA Today, but she said LSU had not provided it. The other woman said LSU emailed her after a friend reported the alleged assault, letting the woman know support services were available and asking if she wanted to file a formal complaint. She said that she did not file one. Neither woman reported the incidents to law enforcement, which is common among sexual assault victims. Campus and local police have no records of them. Wow. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, guys is gone. Hmm. Well. Yeah, I'm speechless. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm. I'm absolutely. I'm absolutely speechless. I was like, damn, huh? Like, like that? Ugh. That's rough. But yeah, man. So I mean, that. Unless is there any other story for NFL? <laughs> nothing. Nothing worth talking about. Okay. As we get as we get closer to the season, we'll we'll get into the the nitty gritty. Beautiful. So now we're we're on to the to the NBA. What are your feelings yes. about you know the playoffs and and what have you seen so far? What you got, Bruh, Listen, I'm a believer, bro. In what? Dame time, baby. <sighs> okay, tell us more. Blazers in six. Just for this first round. Blazers in six. I can't. I can't. Yes. You Blazers are. in six. I don't care. You could throw whatever you want at me. I don't care, bro. I believe in that team. They hungry. They scrappy as fuck. Like, I don't have a favorite NBA team, but like outside of cheering, like rooting for the Heat because it's a local team, Blazers might be that team for me because they're just scrappy as fuck. And like, I, I like that, bro. I don't know, bro. I, I feel you. I hear you. Dane Tom and, and all that. That sounds great. I mean, the only way that the Blazers are going to pull this series is if AD continues to not show up in the fourth, which I've said is, is happening. Yeah. Um, I actually have it in the reverse. I have the Lakers in six. Okay. Um, I mean, I feel you. Blazers in six. I, 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 love, I love the fact that you're putting it out there early. I don't think it's a bad. I honestly don't think it's a bad take at all. Oh, I, I and, mean, Blazers could very and, well. And to take clarify, I said this before game one. Yeah, you did. No, you did. You, you're a witness to that. You as did. As soon say as they it. made it, to, as soon as they made it to the playoffs, I called it. So I just want to put that out there. I don't want people to think, "Oh, you saw them win one game and you're getting hyped." No. Just. Okay. I mean, all right. 
Um, so in that in that context, um, who do you have for Clippers Mavs? Ooh, see, okay, huh. I really want to say Clippers because I'm rooting for the Clippers, and I've my prediction has been, you know, from even when the restart before the restart was even coming. I was always on the wave of, of Clippers taking everything. Um, Dallas is proving to be a very tough matchup for them. And had Porzingis not gotten ejected from that first game, Dallas could be up 2-0 right now. Um, but I'm still going to roll Clippers in 7. I think they can figure out whatever the issue is i just want i just want to have a little recall a little show recall with you with, with you my friend do you okay. remember when we were talking about top five duos in the league do you yes. remember one of the duos that i said that got me pretty much laughed at on the show and by other people outside of the show i imagine it was probably Doncic and uh porzingis do you, yeah i remember saying that okay <laughs> keep playing with me i'm telling y'all Doncic and porzingis is gonna be a problem I hope y'all see this now. Like this is their first year really playing together. Hey, all I know is we gotta when we start making predictions on things like this, we have to start writing these things down. That way we can insert the clip. That way it's easy, quick find. Yep. But I think I think I can find it though, honestly. I, I think No, I, I believe can, you. I believe you. I, believe I can you. find that bad boy. But you know, at the end of the day, I've been telling people the Maver- listen, they keep that team together. The Mavericks are gonna win a ring. Remember I said that. They're going to win a ring. Um, the duo is young. They play unselfishly. They're both capable of putting 30 on your head at any point in time. And the Clippers don't have an answer for them. They were like, oh, Clippers don't have their full squad. They had a full squad the other day. They're only missing one guy, really. So I want to hear it. I personally, I can see the Mavericks in six or seven. And I'm going to say Mavericks in six or seven. Dang. Yo, how nuts would it be if the one and two seed both got kicked first? That'd round? be lit. That I think lit. that would even go to show that this bubble is probably the toughest final, like yeah. path to the finals for anybody. It'd be lit. Okay, so what about Denver, Utah? Um, I got Denver. It'll be okay. competitive, but I got I got Denver. I got, I got Denver too. Yeah. I got Denver too. Even though Utah gave them some work the other day, but I got I got yeah. Denver too. It might be like six, but yeah, I got Denver. Um let's see. Uh Houston, OKC. I mean, I I never had OKC really winning this, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, no. Um, even no. without Russ, I, I felt like they were the better team. Um so I think I think that's ultimately what it what is going to boil down to. Um, that's pretty short and to the point. What about uh, Milwaukee, Orlando? We're we're over to the east now. Um, I got Milwaukee in six. Okay. So I, I'll give a, I'll give Orlando one more win. Okay, nice. I got Milwaukee winning potentially in five. Uh, let's see. I don't want to go too too much into it because I know this is Dylan's cup of tea. So we'll run it back for him the next time around. Um, what about Toronto, Brooklyn? I mean, I, I don't I don't see Brooklyn winning a game. 
Yeah, I Personally, was about to say, I, think, I, think you, I think you can get the brooms out for that. Yeah, one. yeah. So I got I got Toronto, Boston, Philly. I feel like it's the same thing. Maybe Philly could squeeze in one game, but I don't know. Boston's really Boston. running it, and Sweet it looks too. like Miami is is sweeping Indiana too. Indiana might get a game, but I got I got Miami on that one. What about you? Yeah, yeah, no, Miami. I'd say Miami in five. Okay, sounds good. I'm with the shits. I love all of it. Um, so yeah, man, I feel like these playoffs have been good. I feel like the bubble is definitely uh, a different, it's a different look. It's a different look for sure. Um, and, and I mean, you know, only time will tell really how things go. Um, I do have an article that I want to share, but I'm not going to do it today. Um, I want to break it down a little bit more, but it's about, you know, the NBA not getting as much viewership. You know, there was a weekend where it was the NBA playoffs, NASCAR, and golf. And golf and NASCAR outperformed the NBA in viewers. I, 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 I'm gonna, I want to finish the article full on. It's, on the, it's in The Athletic. Um, I have a retort to that. I think there's a reasoning for that. But I don't think it's what they're saying it is. But we, we could talk about that on another episode. Because I do want to get Dylan's perspective on this one, too. As well as right. yours. So, you know, we'll keep that there. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add for NBA? No, that's it. Wonderful. So, you know, I've been I've been keeping a theme with you guys for Underrated Bars of Fame. And, you know, I've been talking about songs that we've listened to, know, or whatever. But we don't really, you know, listen to the context that these songs are, are talking yeah, about. Yeah, we don't we don't listen, listen. So I know the last couple of times I talked about um um the I guess this the essence of cheating. Um but this time around I want to talk about it in the opposite perspective. So we're gonna go with Marvin Gaye, heard it through the grapevine. And that's going to be the underrated bars of fame. Marvin Gaye heard it through the game. I bet you're wondering how I knew about your plans to make me blue with some other guy you knew before. Between the two of us guys, you know I love you more. It took me by surprise, I must say, when I found out yesterday, don't you know that I heard it through the grapevine? Not much longer would you be mine. Oh, I heard it through the grapevine. Ooh, and I'm just about to lose my mind. Honey, honey, yeah. Heard it through the grapevine. Not much longer would you be my baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know a man ain't supposed to cry, but these tears I can't hold inside. Losing you would mean my life, you see, because you mean that much to me. You could have told me yourself that you love someone else. Instead, I heard it through the grapevine. Not much longer would you be mine. Oh, I heard it through the grapevine, and I'm just about to lose my mind. Honey, honey, yeah. Heard it through the grapevine. Not much longer would you be my baby. Do, 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 do. People say believe half of what you see, son, and none of what you hear. But I can't help being confused. If it's true, please tell me, dear. Do you plan to let me go for the other guy you loved before? Don't you know that I heard it through the grapevine? Not much longer would you be mine. 
Baby, I heard it through the grapevine. I'm just about to lose my mind. Honey, honey, yeah. Heard it through the grapevine, not much longer. Would you be my baby? Yeah, 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 honey, honey, I know that you're letting me go. Said I heard it through the grapevine. Not much longer will you be mine. Marvin Gaye, I heard it through the grapevine. Underrated bar of the fan. Nice. Listen, Marvin Gaye snapped on that bit. And then even when he was hurt and he knew what it was, he still at the end was like, yo, like you tell me if it's the truth because they tell me not to believe everything that I hear. So like I'm giving you this chance. Let me know what it is because just come clean. That song right there is a bop. Ooh, if you want another one from the other perspective for for next week. Yo. Neo, lie to me. Oh, love it. Love it. Put that in the, put that in the notes because you know I'm going to forget. Um, but yeah, cause, so I think, you know, we're, we're practically at the end, you know, we've come to the point where we're going to tell them where they can reach us at. If they have any comments, concerns, inquiries, questions, any of that, uh, ball sports podcast at gmail.com. What about on, uh, Instagram balls underscore sports underscore podcast. What about on Twitter balls underscore podcasts. And with that, we are done. For how many times? We on the what? 153. Oh, we three weeks away from three. That's what it is, cuz. For the 153rd time, we appreciate y'all for listening to us. Y'all could have been listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but you're listening to us, and we really appreciate that. Just keep giving us these listens, and we're going to keep giving you this bomb-ass content to vibe to. With that being said, we out of here. Yeah, bye, hoes. Silly black people. <laughs> you little scallywags. Oh, yeah.